I'm glad to be joined in studio as usual on a Thursday by Muriel Cuddy, who is CEO of Morito 8020, the clinic in Clonmel. Good morning to you, Muriel. Morning, Fran. Uh, good to see you this morning. Um, you are so busy at the moment because you're doing some screening and you're doing that nationwide, I think, are you? Yeah, so the, that was always part of, that's, I suppose, the original side of the business that we have been involved in for the last 10 years. So yeah. that's still there. And I suppose we haven't given that up, Fran, because... That's, what would you say, that's the passion. That's like where everything stems from. And we've been in 13 different locations in the last two weeks. So out early in the morning, we see probably between 35 and 40 people a day right. uh, come through the screen. So are these companies who hire you to screen employees? Absolutely, is that? absolutely, okay. yeah. So the companies yeah. that bring us in every year, some, the company we're in the minute brings us in every six months, which is totally fantastic. Like that means when somebody comes in to see us in six months' time, we're back in again to see them. So if they're in trouble, they have us like on that kind of, you know, mm. um, consistency or whatever. Mm. So if somebody's going wrong or the health marker's going wrong, uh, they have a chance to write by it and we're back again. They actually come in, some of them come in bouncing in the door like, I'm dying to, you know, you're back girls, I'm dying to see how I'm getting on. Others, this is actually really funny. We had a girl um, Monday or Tuesday of this week, we were actually screening the Monday because we were in the north and it wasn't a bank holiday yes. in the north. But she got married early December. And she came in, she bounced in the door, full of the joys and all the bits and pieces. Lovely girl, long blonde hair and whatever. And she went through the health check and everything had gone wrong, literally, since she got married. Oh, my. And we were looking at each other and we were like, oh, my God. Because we could see, you know, I could see her face as it went to fall. And she said, I have two stone weight put on since I got married in early December. And I didn't know what to say to her friend. I was like, um... Yeah. yeah. And she's everything, body fats, her blood pressure was high, all the bits and pieces. And she looked and she said, Jesus, I was so happy. She said, maybe marriage isn't for me or whatever. <laughs> well, we burst out laughing, but she actually yeah. got a, a control, an uncontrollable fit of the giggles or whatever afterwards. But that's just one right. other side of it. do you come across that with people who get married that they tend to... Oh, you know, yeah. Like we, we say, don't get married. And we, we won't say, don't get married. We actually say, don't lose the weight for the wedding. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, yeah. you're this beautiful girl or bride or groom at the top of the aisle, like, and everything looks fantastic and all the bits and pieces. Yeah. So you go in honeymoon then, and maybe you're pregnant with him, whatever, or he's after putting on two stone on honeymoon or whatever. And you're looking at each other and you're thinking, Jesus, who do they marry? Who do they marry? Whereas yeah. you do it all afterwards. Right. You're going to look at each other and say, yeah, God, I'm really right. after getting. But it's not something that she can't deal with. Well, example. you know, the fact you, that you she got it straight away, like, yeah. she said to us, you know, this is only two months in I wasn't taking any notice she said I've been living in leggings and jumpers or whatever but now this is only like the first week in February she's going on holidays in June so she said I'll pull it back so she has a goal yeah immediately immediately yeah yeah. what else are you seeing when you're screening there was one that really frightened us and we see a lot of this right and this I suppose feeds into the health service and the fact that the health service is um, so overwhelmed or whatever at the minute one guy showed up he was in he actually booked in the first the minute the screen opened he was first to book his place in the screen right um, when he came to us last year his blood pressure was sky high and his cholesterol was was, was out of out of parameter as well uh, we suggested he go to his GP get the 24 hour blood pressure monitor etc on um, and see what he needed to do next to, to deal with it or whatever so he did go to the GP he actually said to us when, we, when he came in just the other day we said well how are you getting on he said look I'll show you I went to my GP put the 24-hour monitor on and this is what I got back. So you got back an automated text that said, dear, um, who the guy was, the results of your test are by and large reasonably satisfactory. And I said to him, that's it, what else did you get? He said, nothing. I said, did anybody... Reasonably satisfactory. Reasonably satisfactory. What does that mean? I don't know. I said, did they sit you down and talk you through the peaks and troughs of blood pressure and how it works? No. Did anyone give you advice on how to lower your blood pressure? No. Did they say to you, when a follow-up is due, listen, come back to us in six months or three months or whatever? He said, no. 
And he said, I'm worried about it since. So th- to me, that's just not good enough at all, Fran, you know. So we talked him through it and went through it all with him. He said, what's the point of me going back um, mm. to my GP? What am I going to get? So what happens next? He gets a heart attack, he gets a scare and he presents at A&E. Like our A&Es are, are completely right. overwhelmed as it is. Then you know? I'm sure most GPs are more vigilant than than that. But is it, has it become a problem that we're either on the phone to a GP or we're depending on messages from the well, GP? I, I actually think... Um, I think the whole health service is overwhelmed. Mm. So I'm not giving out about GPs mm. or, or mm. the health service. I just think that man reached out for help and he didn't get help. Mm. Another guy came in and he was in his 40s, early 40s, um, really down the dumps. Uh, he said he was felt really depressed, etc. He had put on about two stone weight. He didn't know what to do about it. He said he didn't look great and all the bits and pieces. He went to his GP as well and he asked like for nutritional advice. Um, his GP, in fairness, put him on to the um, nutritionist mm. in HSE. This is a year and a half later. He hasn't heard anything back. A year and a half. Uh, year and a half, yeah. So he went back again to him and he said, listen, what's the story? You know, can I get help? I need to speak to somebody or whatever. And they said, well, there's a long waiting list. You do know that. So I just think, what, that, where's the preventative side? If we don't actually start working on the preventative side, this uh, is just going to escalate. Like, so it's not surprised you to know that A&E is overflowing? No, well, I just think, no, not at all. And I, I, what, what, what I suppose really kills us because we're seeing so many people and so many people are in trouble, but so many people want the education and support. Yes. So many people don't want to take tablets. They don't want to go into their doctor and be offered a tablet. They want to know, how do I fix this? How will I be okay? They've, like you, you, We have all lived with like family members that have had cardiac and diabetes and all mm. the different bits and pieces. We know how it presents. You don't want to be like that, you know. So I suppose for us, the companies, and I, I'm definitely people that are listening in companies that bring in companies to do health screens, they deserve such a pat on the back. Mm. And I know people that go are, are out there and they're looking at the wellness packages and everything. It is really important. Yes. Because if you don't have people that come in and educate you and support you, where do you right, get it from? Well, it's in the interest of companies to have a healthy staff. Well, this guy know? that came in yesterday on the nutrition n- nutrition side, he was so anxious, he was depressed. Now, I sat with him for about 40 minutes and I went through every single thing, tried to give him as much as I could possibly give him. Mm. I hope he's gone back to work better. As in, like, he's, he's going to do a follow-up Zoom with me mm. now, whatever, in a month's time. I hope I've given him a little and he feels that there's more there that he'll, you know, he'll be able to get help as mm. time goes on. So he's gone back a better employee. You know, because that depression oh. has lifted to some extent. So the investment is worth it for... for oh, for totally, Fran. Totally, totally. Do you get guys, and, and women as well, bouncing into you thinking that they have no issues whatsoever, this is just a matter of uh, a formal thing, and they just want to get it out of the way because they're perfectly healthy? You do, but you know what? Some of them, like, you knock the legs out from under them. And it's like, you don't know what to say then when they're actually looking at it. Like, one person said to me, my scales was completely out. Like that, your scales is <laughs> our scales. Like is a body analyzer, and she, no way. She says, my yeah. scales at home says I'm so. twelve stone. You're telling me I'm fourteen stone, and you're looking at him like you're looking at me there. Like my hand, my chin is on my hand, and I'm. I don't know what to say. I'm like, well, it's only a number. That's literally right. what you say, you know, and it's it's a snapshot. But the bottom line is your right. visceral fat is out or your body fat is okay, out. Okay, but we don't want to believe this. We, we don't. We tell ourselves, don't we? We do get people oh, that are healthy. Um, and, and, you know, yes, they come in because they're really healthy and they want to get the stats and they want to get their metabolic age 15 years younger mm. and all the bits. And you know what? Fair play to them because they do the simple things right. And it's not even people that are running marathons and whatever. It's like they're consistent. They eat three meals a day. They eat genuinely well. 20% mm. of the time they might have their takeaways and stuff. But they do just the simple things right. Now, saying that, some of the time there are people that aren't stressors. Okay. So people that are stressors 
definitely tend to go off the boil on the other side because how do you actually bring down that stress level in the evening? How do you manage, manage anxiety? And that's where we use the takeaways. We use the takeaways the and the food and yeah. we overthink things and it's not even the takeaways and food. If you're a stressor, it does affect the gut. It does affect the body. It does affect the health markers, you know, so your blood right. pressures and things like that. Those so. lucky devils as well who seem to be skinny all the time no matter what they eat. Um, are they in danger of taking their health for granted because they're skinny, if you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, totally, yeah. Because yeah. we get people like visceral fat levels. So if I'm looking at um, a report in front of me, hydration status, visceral fat, they're things I look at before I even look at the body fats, etc. You know, because internally we worry about the, the health markers and that. Some people have high levels of visceral fat and their body fat could be like, you know, in, mm. in the green or whatever. And that's like largely from a processed diet. So you're talking about like refined carbohydrates, saturated fat, etc. So you could live in McDonald's and you could look very slim mm. and skinny and whatever it is but your health markers go wrong that's one of the things that bothers me about the weight loss um, side of things do you remember the the, mm. the, the injection and yes. that because um, if you get that and it's just given to you without any support or without the, the nutritional advice to actually change eating habits where will you end up if you stay living on Red Bull and croissants right. and the weight comes off well you tell me Muriel well, where will you end up the health markers will go wrong like the workshops I've been to I've actually highlighted this I've said listen lads if somebody stays on this for the next whatever or you're giving it to them for life like a stat Yes, it will reduce X amount of weight. But if their eating habits are still wrong, well, the body isn't going to function. Their cholesterols, blood pressures, um, mm. sugars, like, of course, they're going to go through the roof. You know, the body can't manage that. So to, the two have to go hand in hand. We've got to eat properly. Mm. And, mm. and that's not rocket science. Right. 1980 wasn't that long ago, right? I was around in 1980. You were around in 1980. I'm afraid so. Pre-1980s or the early 1980s, mm. like, most people were slim. If we go back that far, like you didn't see this whole obesity, overweight crisis or whatever. Mm. So mm. how were we able to manage then and we can't manage now? And like we're only talking about 40 years later. So you know, what, what is the issue now? Well, I suppose the availability of food is one of the things. The fact that all these fast foods, like 1980s, you wouldn't have found food in um, filling stations and you wouldn't no. have found like a takeaway that you could actually drive through. Mm. Like we drove through Acosta the other day. <laughs> we ran out yes. the window to get our coffee. Now, yes, I know it's convenient or whatever, but like lack of steps, you know, yes. food so convenient. We didn't have Chinese restaurants, we didn't have Indian restaurants. We didn't. And, and, and you know, yeah. it's all gone so easy. And this word stressed, oh my God, if I hear the word stressed, two things I've heard so much of the last two weeks, right? Stressed and ham and cheese sandwiches. Two things. So everybody's living on ham and cheese sandwiches and everybody's stressed, right? Mm. Yeah. There's a combination. There's a combination, yeah. But the word stressed, even our younger generation are starting to use it. What is stressed? What is anxiety? What is being depressed? Like there's a big, there's a big gap mm. between somebody being like seriously depressed and, and, and anxious and then this word that's stressed, you know. Yeah. So we maintain we deserve all of these things that we're eating or whatever that weren't there in the 1980s. But all they're doing is killing us. Like all they're doing is just driving us insane. So the advice is, is, is what, Muriel? What is the advice? I've said it so many times know, in the last couple of weeks. Literally, yeah. it's back to the basics, basics of yeah. literally. Don't overthink it. Just simplify it. If you do the simple things right, it's literally like seven or eight hours sleep at night. Mm. Drink more water. Like cut down on the coffees and things like that. And it's three meals a day. If you can do three meals a day, like forget about, yes, we, we do intermittent fasting. We do all the other things. Forget about all of them. Just eat three meals a day that have maybe three or four ingredients in each meal and you know what's in them. Mm. So like you look at the back of something, if it's a loaf of brown bread, you can actually pick out buttermilk, your flour, your bits and pieces. It's not a sliced pan with 14 or 15 ingredients. So if we just pull back and do the simple things right off, think, would I, would I have had that 30 years ago? Like rich tea biscuit with butter is fine. You don't need a bar that's low-cal, low-slim, low-fat, low-sugar. 
with 45 ingredients in the back of it, you know. That you don't know what what those ingredients are. Yeah, yeah. it's interesting. Um, Last week, of course, we uh, were down with you and we had a wonderful experience, really, of witnessing how how the whole thing works in in terms of those injections, the anti-wrinkle injections, as they're they're called. How how was our our subject after that? Um, Trisha was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's going to come in next week. Is she? Yeah, Yeah, she's going to sit and have a chat. But, you know, it's funny, we got a lot of um, phone calls after afterwards mm. um, and I spoke to a lot of people so men and women and I have to stress that because this is equally important for men as it is for women mm. because people mm. seem to think the aesthetic world is just for the women and the wrinkles and yeah. all the bits and pieces and there was a lot of different questions but one of the big ones that came to the fore a lot I suppose this was more even for women now with men we have a lot in relation to um, the erectile dysfunction and mm. like the PRP injections and what you could do on that side but for women the facial lines and the wrinkles um, the, the tone in the skin and the texture and all of that kind of thing and I'm not just talking about the face Fran I'm talking but like um, if you've had babies, mm. men that have lost weight, that mm. loose skin uh, under the arms, inner thighs, under the bum, all of that kind of thing. Got a lot of questions on that, like um, what's there that is non-invasive? What can we actually do? So if you lose collagen and elasticine, what actually happens? And, you know, how can you replace it mm. and that? And like that, that's really good because for us, you can do Profilo. You, there's there's things there that you can actually do. That um, It's the only product actually that's out there at the minute that's capable of stimulating the natural production of, of all the collagen that's in the body. Mm. How does collagen deplete? Going back to what we were talking about a minute ago. Well, sugar is one of the main things. Is it? Yeah. Sun is another one. Yeah. Smoking is another one. Ageism. Age, yeah, yeah. ageism. Yeah, but sugar speeds all speeds it? yeah mm. speeds all of that up like unbelievably mm. but like that's non-invasive and you can do something like Profilo like I've had Profilo done just here like I'm finding up my chest mm. guys right and it lasts about two years you just, you notice it straight away but what you actually notice over time is you know if you're looking at areas that like are getting old mm. uh, and you're kind of all thinking to yourself do, like yeah. where did that appear from where did that <laughs> this this is just brilliant that it actually just it just brings it back to where it would have been so okay. it's like you're pump, pump, pumping up the fat kind of in it right. again and you, you know? notice that straight away straight away straight away yeah now that's like um increasing what's going on underneath the skin to make you look better and look make you look look younger or back Mm -hmm. a little younger again Mm. the other thing is um you have to work on two sides so like toxin overload and gut imbalances and um, food allergies and deficiencies the two go hand in hand so when people would ring me up and they talk about skin challenges and what's going on or whatever, there's often something deeper going on. You know, like dry, scaly patches mm. in the skin and mm. stuff. Like, is there creams for it? And is there injections that work or whatever? But like things like that could be excess sugar, you know, um, it's a thyroid function, dry skin. So it could be an underactive thyroid. So there's loads of different things. Deficiencies like mm. that, the body. That's one of the things we found in screening in the last two weeks. Malnourishment. Like you think malnourishment wasn't a word that you'd actually use in Ireland, but I'm actually finding malnourishment is is a word I'm using again and again and again with people, even that are overweight, right. and that just creates. But, but does that mean they're just not getting the right nutrients? Yeah, they're that? literally their diet is so bad that they're yeah. not getting getting into what they need. Can I just run down through yeah, here please, how yeah. malnourishment affects different parts of the body or whatever? So your eyes, right? So dark circles or bags under your eyes. It's an allergy or food intolerance or dehydration. It can be okay. Poor night vision could be a deficiency in vitamin A. Uh, ruptured blood cells in the eyes could be vitamin C um, nat- or the nearsightedness vitamin D and zinc, pale lower eyelid is iron. So like there's so many of these like if you go to your go to your muscles and giants muscle cramping, this is one we spoke about the other day, if we didn't take a supplement for it and even though we think we eat well, mm. what which supplement would we miss the most if we, if we left it out of our diet for a week or two mm. um, and we all said magnesium 
So you know the twitching in bed at night and yes. the restless feet and all of that kind of thing. Well, muscle, muscle cramping is magnesium, vitamin, vitamin B1, B2 and B6. Twitching, again, the same thing, magnesium, the B vitamins, little calcium. Um, swelling, so you know the ankles are that kind of thing, especially as we get older. B vitamins again, B1 and B6 and potassium. Potassium's a big one and we see a lot like in the hydration status. So if you're very dehydrated, chances are your potassium levels, etc. are not where they need to be overhydration can actually cause that too to be honest we'll do something on that one mm. of the days Fran mm. numbness or tingling again vitamin B12 and, vit- and vitamin B5 so you're listening to the B vitamins coming to the fore a lot here um, and then clicking giants is man- manganese so like there's so many I could go on all day here like your skin bumps on the back of the arm vitamin A now another one for that is dairy mm. dry or rough skin vitamin A and E unusual nosebeads vitamin C easy bruising vitamin C acne during menstruation vitamin B so I could go on all day like you could talk about around the mouth teeth and gums the hair so, like, malnourishment is a big deal. So we're talking about our diet to aesthetically look well. Our diet, like, is so important on so many different levels because the body is like a fine-tuned car. It needs certain things. And, you know, one of the things that it differs in relation to a fine-tuned car, it comes back so fast. Yes. Yeah. So, like, your liver and your kidneys and all the different bits and pieces in the gut, they actually, like, they, they de- de- mm. de- detoxify, repair. Everything comes so back. So you can a make month. a difference to you yourself. You can make yeah. a difference, yeah. yeah but it's very interesting indeed. If people want to talk to you, Muriel, or contact you, how, how can they do Yes, that? so they can call us on 052-61-4881. Okay, so just give me that again. That's, uh, yeah, 052-61-4881. Yeah. Double eight one. Double eight one. Actually, right. some people came into clinic and gave out to me for giving out the number too fast. Did so they? Um, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, so I need were, to were you suitably chastised? I was suitably chastised. Very good indeed. All right, great to see you, Muriel. Thanks very Thanks, much friend. indeed, Muriel Cuddy there of Marito eighty twenty. It's eleven twenty four. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecan, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecan, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie